Ugh, that's what you look like during the day? Gross. <laughs> Recording this one a little bit earlier. Goodbyes and so longs. How many people will we actually see ever see again? Half Murph completed. <laughs> Didn't want to. Was a little rough getting up in the morning. Want to update to Monterey. But now I have to back up everything. Ugh. Reading up on London's history. And do you even need a PhD these days? Good question. Friday, September 23rd, 2022. I'm Steven Sersky. This here is my audio digest. Published Monday to Friday, and I put the archives up on my uh, website, stevensersky.com. And I'm actually thinking about creating a separate YouTube channel to host these live streams, or the, at least these videos. Um, and that way I can not just link to other YouTube videos and clips, but it would be a lot easier to create, uh, I guess, like video show notes. Uh, that's that's the idea. I was thinking about this today, uh, going because even yesterday I was referring to these um, these videos that I was watching on the Economist and uh, Bloomberg, uh, and wouldn't it be kind of nice to uh, have these videos sort of in one place where you can go refer, you can go see what I'm seeing, like you can go check. You know, did he get it right sort of thing, right? A uh, bit of a verification, more than just, you know, calling me out on Twitter or something like that. Uh, instead, uh, actually being able to follow through with the links and stuff like that. It's a bit more work. Uh, I also kind of wonder if, um, I mean, I, I do ask, I do wonder, is it worth it? Uh, what's different from um, just creating links on my website. The problem is like, I don't like to link to a lot of things from my website because then if they break, it makes my website look bad. Uh, so if you have a lot of broken links on your website, uh, search engines don't like that very much, which is why I try not, I actually, I don't, I tend not to link out very much. Um, I do put links, it's plus, I mean, I'm not sure about you guys and how, um, you know, uh, safety conscious you are on uh, your your internet uh, tracking and stuff, not just tracking, but your like what's embedded in links and stuff like that. Um, I tend to copy paste a lot of links. Uh, and if it's a shortened link, I generally don't uh, touch it unless it's on like somewhere like Twitter that has these sort of verification processes in, in place. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I copy paste quite a bit unless I know the website or I trust the website. Only then I'll sort of uh, nah, don't really click on it because even then, uh, all those referral links, um, they they collect like a commission and stuff like that. I mean, that's how people used to make money uh, with uh, Amazon and stuff like that. That's old school. I mean, you, you don't see that too much anymore. Although YouTube has now gotten into that game. They, that's why they allow links. And who knows, maybe, hey, can I generate an extra source of income here by uh, linking out? Um, very good question. I... I, I not expecting to retire or quit my job anytime soon based on any sort of YouTube earnings, but a new YouTube channel is sort of, I'm thinking that might be the best way. And yes, uh, the podcast as well, uh, I have finally gone through sort of the, uh, a few of the, the beginning hoops to get it set up on all the major channels that people have been asking about. So uh, basically, actually, I just have to press publish on, um, I, I upload them all to anchor.fm. So once I press publish on there, It'll spit out to uh, Spotify, 
but for Apple Podcasts, it'll take another couple of days. Uh, and then I also want them on YouTube as well. And I've created a separate channel, uh, a separate account for that as well, just to uh, keep things nice and uh, sort of tidy and organized. So you can look forward to that. If I don't get to, or, uh, get to it today, or actually it's going to be tomorrow, uh, this weekend, then certainly very soon in the uh, the future. Why won't I get it done today? Well, it's because there's a, a bit of a going away party today. Again, another one uh, that uh, a Scotsman is returning to his motherland with his uh, his family here from China after years of being yeah, here in China. So uh, it's actually, he's, he's part of this sort of group of uh, elders, but not the aged elders. <laughs> Some people might not like this, but elders, you know, 10 years, 15 years, uh, not 10 years in the country. That's, that's a decent, from the last, that's got to be 15 years because that's the Olympics, right? Aged elders would be like um, turn of the century, basically, like 2000, like prior to 2000 coming here uh, and uh, setting up shops, settling down uh, some tent poles or something like that. But uh, yeah, those would, those would be the aged elders. Then the grand aged elders would be like the ones who crawl out every now and then and they're like, <laughs> hey noob to china and i mean they they are they are the ones who've been here for so long that i mean it's you, you can't even classify them basically uh but uh yeah anyway i mean he's part of the this guy who's leaving is one of these elders 10 years 15 years in the country um he doesn't want to go but uh, i think uh, sort of uh, the, the the winds have changed a little bit and it just seems a little bit more sensible to be overseas uh, and a lot of people are sort of thinking this, that being the case. I mean, at that party last week at Plan B's uh, 10th anniversary, uh, met a few new faces, a few, a few new people, and just like, uh, they came here. So uh, uh, I know one or two other people uh, coming into uh, China as well in the next, come, next uh, little while. So China's not strictly off limits. It's not completely out of the realm of possibilities. It's just... Um, I don't know what it is, to tell you the truth. I mean, it's not the the money-making paradise that it was before. Um, now, these people coming over, I'm not sure what kind of contracts they have, but uh, if, if you're an English teacher, you're not making the same coin that you were before, uh, and uh, it's getting a little bit tougher to um, sort of justify staying here as an English teacher, although you could make the jump into other avenues. That's, uh, that, that is completely possible as well. Uh, anyway, so... That's where we're going to go over to Patio Shays. I don't really go to Patio Shays very much. It's a it's an Irish bar. Um, Irish bar? Yes. Uh, j- very close to the Canadian Embassy and very close to my uh, my barber, uh, who I haven't seen in many months. And uh, it, uh, I guess I could do all sorts of things. You know, I could go pop on over for a haircut and a beard trim, but probably won't do that either. Happy hour sadly ends at 6 for uh, the Guinness. It's 2 for 1 Guinness, 5 till 6. Uh, but I won't be there until after because uh, I have an appointment prior to that. But, uh, yeah, how many people are we going to see again, right? I mean, it's one of these things where, um, you know, you, you, you go to these goodbye parties and then, you know, uh, you have a couple shots and you don't really, actually, you, don't have, you have a couple beers and you have a couple of burgers and you don't really remember much of the night anyway. Uh, and then um, when will you see him again, right? Uh, will things be as good? Will things be worse? I don't know. Um, what, where will I be? Where will I be in a year, two years, ten years from now? Hard to tell. Hard to tell. I tell you. And you know, people can always come back. It's it is uh, fully possible. It's not entirely out of the question to leave for a few years, 
um, possibly even put your kid through school and stuff like that, and then return. You know, you tell your kid like, listen, we're going back at some point, right? So it's it's not um, completely. It's not the end, be all, end all, but certainly it is a, a change. And when you do come back, things will have changed, even if it's ever so slightly. That being said, got up this morning a little bit rough to get up this morning. Uh, I guess I didn't drink enough water yesterday. Uh, I think sleep and hydration are two things I think are sort of key to um, better recoveries after these workouts that I've been doing, especially after Wednesdays. Wednesdays was a decent workout, and uh, I don't think I hydrated enough. Um, I know I didn't sleep enough, uh, but uh, the today it was still rough. I had I didn't get out of get out of the house until 10 to 7 or so I think I started my workout but I did manage to do the the half Murph unweighted again uh with the two mile warm-up that took one uh, took 21 minutes and 30 seconds the whole thing one mile 50 pull-ups 100 push-ups 150 squats and another mile took me about 39 minutes total today was actually kind of crazy because I did the uh, the 50 pull-ups and I did those in about seven or eight minutes I was actually kind of impressed that I was able to, to do that that quickly. And that last mile took 8 minutes and 16 seconds. And I, I oh, I was trying to, I was pushing. I didn't really decide to go for the 8-minute mile until like <laughs> towards 7 minutes, 30 seconds. I'm like, oh, I, I might be able to make it. Had I started that sort of heavy, almost sprint running at 7 minutes, I probably could have hit the 8-minute mile. But, I mean, it's tough. You're going, you're going, you're, you're going fast and... Um, <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking actually. I, I talked about the Hot Shot 500 workout uh, scheme that uh, uh, earlier in this uh, this uh, earlier this week. You know the the uh, what do you call them the fire the firefighters workout plan for those who go fight the the wildfire sort of thing. Um, I was thinking it might actually be a good thing to switch into that because the the half murph requires me to do these pull ups on this tree branch outside, uh, and uh, it's uneven first of all. But uh, the other thing is that it gets really cold <laughs> in the winter. I remember this from last year um, that uh, it, it's it not not just not easy to grip, but it's like it's cold and then you're doing the push-ups on the ground. So I might have, either have to get gloves for this or, or you know, definitely gloves. Uh, but uh, doing pull-ups in gloves is kind of difficult. So we'll see what's going on. I, I kind of like this half Murph. And if I can get this thing done in 40 minutes, if I can get it done in like 35 minutes, I think that'd be kind of good, you know, uh, be a good time, it'd be a nice little easy, uh, easy, a nice challenging morning workout that, is, I mean, is demanding, but it doesn't kill you, like it doesn't leave you uh, gasping for breath or anything like that, so uh, it's, it's, it's something sort of I want to uh, work towards over the, uh, the coming months, I guess, over the next little while. Backup. No. Upgrades. Upgrades and backups. I, I just received word that uh, one of the programs I use, Pixelmator Pro, has released a new version. And I went to go upgrade and it says, well, you need Mac OS 11 or above. And I'm sitting at 10.15. So I'm still on uh, Catalina, not on uh, Monterey, uh, Monterey or like Ventura. My, my tablet's on Ven Ventura, Ventura, Ventura. Uh, but uh, Monterey is the latest stable version. I skipped, what is it, Mojave. That one I didn't do, uh, mainly because I have all of these uh, programs, that I, sort of like Final Cut and Logic, and I didn't want to you know, throw a wrench into those programs, uh, into those plans, those workflows. But uh, even 
still, um, Final Cut has upgraded to and is now includes quite a few uh, features that I'm sitting here going, that'd be kind of nice to have. And uh, if I could get that, it'd sort of make my life a little bit easier. One of the things that they actually have built into Final Cut now is this uh, noise reduction. Um, so it will, if you're sitting in a cafe and you're recording, uh, it will uh, happen. It will allow you to isolate the sounds, and then uh, was it isolate the sounds and then focus in on your voice. So that means it will uh, do away. It'll cut out all the noise that you can't uh, that you are probably you want to cut out anyway. So things like one of the things I have with uh, some of the interviews that I have like if it's noisy or something like that being able to get rid of that that'd be great so it's uh but that's uh the latest upgrade update of Final Cut Pro and I'm I can't get it same with uh Apple Motion I'm not sure if there's any updates to a Logic Pro lately but uh these things uh, I gotta I mean it's now three or four programs that can't update because I'm sitting on this old OS so I downloaded Monterey today and then I'm thinking, like, wait a minute, before I press install, does this thing wipe my computer? And I think, yes, it does. So I'm going, ah, no, 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 no wiping. If you could, I thought Apple would be smart enough that they could sort of replace your OS without wiping everything. Uh, but uh, I guess that's not the case. Sadly, uh, it means that I'll have to spend some time picking through all the uh, the stuff that I have on my uh, my hard drive, and then uh, be able to uh, pop that all over to um, my my backup hard drives and everything. And so that is going to take some time. I, I don't know how I'm going to get this done. When I'm going to get this done. Notably, one of the problems that I had, and I mentioned this before, is that these files that are larger than four gigabytes. Now, those I can't get those off my hard drive because I don't have a hard drive that supports them. <laughs> so. <laughs> Do I just go buy a hard drive already? I, I guess I, I guess I got to because uh, it's going to be formatted to like the Mac OS sort of um, partition standard. If it's not, then it, uh, then it won't take the four these these files. So yeah, uh, that's weekend project given to me, and that's uh, I, I'm not I'm okay with not upgrading just yet because I am working on episode number thirty three for my podcast, which I want to get out for next week, uh, and I was picking away at it um, uh, earlier. But uh, I, it's not finished, and I don't want to upgrade anything only to have like that project <laughs> get crushed. Granted, I have all the raw files on different uh, hard drives, so it's, I mean, that part I'm not worried about. Um, it's more the project that uh, I've started in Logic Pro. This one actually, I think, is a little bit easier to edit, so it shouldn't be too difficult to uh, uh, get up and going, at least uh, sooner than later. Right on. Reading up on London's history. <laughs> so yesterday, I think I was going on about uh, how I sort of respect the the uh, uh, not so much the country, the city, and its history, and the I guess the people as well. But the, the city, right? I mean, it does stand for. It's one of the, probably the better recorded um, cities in the world in terms of longevity in its uh, place, sort of thing. Like a uh, you know, it hasn't really it hasn't moved. Right, the, the if you go to London and stand along the uh, London Bridge, uh, that thing, although it's been rebuilt over the years, that's exactly where it was before. I mean, it's, it hasn't that hasn't changed. Uh, you go to um, like the city proper, 
and Westminster, all those places, hundreds of years old, thousands of years old, and that's where the original settlements were. Now, of course, original settlements aren't there anymore, but neither are the buildings, but those are the areas. It's, it's, it's like walking up the Parthenon, right? You walk along those stairs, and that's where the people you read about in the, uh, the uh, early literature of, of uh, Latin and ancient uh, Greek, they walk there. So it's one of those places. Kind of neat, kind of cool, right? <laughs> Beijing. Beijing has that too. I think we sometimes forget that. I know I sort of take it for granted sometimes that uh, uh, it is it is a city, and China is a country, long history, um, and uh, being able to walk through some of these places, like not just Tiananmen Square. Um, Tiananmen Square is sort of a modern in- innovation, but Forbidden City has been there for a while. Um, the Great Wall has been there for hundreds of years. Uh, and uh, going through these different... Um, uh, different parts of the country as well but even even beijing itself walking around the city and the hutongs and uh uh the inside of the 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 city and everything this place has been occupied for millennia right so it's it's kind of neat to be able to walk amongst those and i think sometimes like even sitting here in my apartment now in this high rise looking up at the uh, blue skies and the tall buildings of guomao kind of hard to remember that you know kind of a historical city uh but uh, yeah uh so it's reading up on the uh history of uh, london still very fascinating uh, learning uh quite a bit and yeah I, I i was mentioning that my my historical reference for the city is basically like uh the, the tv series of vikings and uh what else um that yeah, the other all my 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 classics degree as well so uh anyway uh Thinking, do you even need a PhD? This is a thought I was uh, sort of had throughout the week and uh, that I was sort of putting off talking about. And, um, and considering that I want to start this new channel for my, my audio digest uh, video and stuff like that broadcast and linking out to all these YouTube videos really got me thinking, like, um, do you, what is a PhD worth these days, especially if it's in the arts, like history, um, anything that relies heavily on reading texts or stuff that doesn't build anything that we can use right now. Now, you can argue and scream at me and say, oh, but it builds a better understanding, a better, uh, you know, uh, totality of a person and a human, whatever. Okay, I get it. I get it. What I'm saying is, do you... (laughs) Do you need to sit through classes to learn about the ancient, you know, uh, history of ancient Greece or of China? No. You can go to Wikipedia. You can re- watch YouTube videos. Can you do that the same way as, you know, to build a bridge? Eesh, a little bit difficult. You could write a book without, you know, going to class. You can watch a YouTube video. You can get templates. Building bridges that are going to uh, transport people, building high rises that are going to have people living inside them. That's a lot. No, you're not doing that with YouTube videos alone. You're, you're certainly not doing it alone. You're going to be doing it with other people. So now about this question of do you need a PhD? And the point is with all of the information that we have available, especially that is available on YouTube, uh, that the internet makes available, uh, makes accessible and possible uh, all over the world in most places because, you know, Internet connections can be kind of crappy in some places. 
um, that uh, are we able to what PhDs are worth their time and energy. Uh, and I, I almost guarantee a lot of United States Americans are kind of listening to this and going, yeah, good question. Good, which ones are worth the time and the money? Um, and I mean, it's, if you're looking to get a PhD these days, what are the subjects that you're looking at? How long do you want to spend on it? And where would you want to go get it? Does it matter even? Does it matter where you get your PhD? Because even once you get your PhD, there's something to be said about the network that you build, uh, the contacts. But also, after you've finished your PhD, what are you going to do with it? So, I don't know. With uh, being able to uh, um, withstand the, the ringer that a PhD represents. Because when you're doing a PhD, it's sort of like a, it's an original contribution to the field of study that you're, you're pursuing uh, or that you're involved in. And uh, it, it's one of these things where they, they are very, they vet you, basically. It's not just to make sure that you uh, have done the reading. It's like, have you done the reading and can you withstand uh, academic stress, academic, the rigor involved in being an original publisher, because you're always going to come up against someone who's you know, either read that one thing that you didn't read for whatever reason, even though at a PhD level you're supposed to expect, you're expected to have read everything, um, or at least have knowledge of it, uh, or think of it a different way, interpreting the facts a little bit different, evidence, not facts, and interpreting the evidence a little bit differently as well. Um, these days, with YouTube and social media, you do need sort of a, a, a willingness to be put through that academic ringer. Even though, like, no one considers social media to be an academic study at all, not given the latest TikTok dancing vids, but uh, uh, still, with um, being able to un- put up with that sort of uh, that stress, that involvement, that intense scrutiny of what you've said and done, uh, do you need a PhD or do you need that uh, tough skin, basically? All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Have a great night, or have a great uh, weekend as well. I've recorded this one a little bit earlier, and I see that there's problems with the uh, the stream already, so I'm going to have to get this video up a little bit later, uh, but up it will go. Other than that, uh, it's nice blue skies out in Beijing today. Good. Windy, but uh, nice weather. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Hug a foreigner. You might never see them again. I know in some parts of the world that might be a little bit odd thing to say, but in China, hey, it happens. Another going away party. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see how that how long that goes on tonight. All right, folks, again, thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes, tracks, and vids up on my website, stevensersky.com. Have a great weekend. We will talk again. Bye-bye. <laughs>